You are now listening to NYY Sports Talk, a New York Yankees podcast. Find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. For live in-game Yankee updates, news, and fan giveaways, follow on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Now, let's talk Yankees baseball with Christian and Chris. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Welcome back to episode 22 of the NYY Sports Talk Ho, Ho, Ho podcast presented by the Armchair All-Americans. Ho, 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 Ho! I hate you. The (laughs) listeners hate you. Any new listeners will not subscribe. I'm Santa Claus. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Merry Christmas to all of our uh, followers that listen, uh, that celebrate Christmas. Uh, and if you don't, I hope you're enjoying just a nice Monday off. Um, special Christmas episode of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. This is episode 22. Um, Charlie Brown got his own Christmas episode. Why can't we have one? Right. Very excited for this. I'm not that excited for it. Because you're miserable. You hate Christmas. You are the living Grinch. I'm just kidding. I love Christmas. No, I do too. A, I have kids. So, like, that's an incredible feeling, right? When you hit, you hit a certain point in your life, maybe not you, but Christmas becomes just just like, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I meant, like, you've always loved Christmas. I went a while without caring for it. My wife's family, my in-laws, they do a huge Christmas party every year that I've been a part of for a long time now. That's like my favorite day of the year. On top of that, you know, my kids opening gifts is incredible. So I do love Christmas. I just. It's my second favorite holiday. What would be your first favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. I hate Thanksgiving. I'm not a Thanksgiving guy at all. My wife hates Thanksgiving. I hate Thanksgiving. Because I don't. give thanks. I hate. I'm not. I I don't like turkey. I'm just not big into Thanksgiving. You just like. Getting gifts like that's that's yourself. If you knew me at all, I love spending money more than anything <laughs> on everything. On anything, I like buying people. Like honestly, like don't ask me for anything. Listen, from the room we record in, this the room we record this podcast in is worth like fifteen thousand dollars. Not because we have awesome studio equipment in here, but because Christian has these collectibles around that. If he wanted to sell them, he'd make a killing on. But what, like, what he, would be the point in that? I'd sell them. What do you do? But you, you don't stare at them. But you don't like things. You don't I don't, like I don't collect things. I'm not a collector. I don't. When I go to a game, I don't need to like buy a, a you know Aaron Judge figurine that I'm going to put on my shelf. I'm just I'm not that guy. So you walk home and you stare at white walls. Just I'm not that guy. I, I'm not the guy who like goes and sees something and I'm behind my phone taking pictures and videos, I want to absorb it. That's enough for me, absorbing it. And years down the road, having whatever memory I have left of it and recollecting it. I don't, I'm not like a 
collector Again, memorabilia guy. You're a mean one, <laughs> Mr. Chris. I'm really not. I'm always happy. I'm very rarely ever in a bad mood. Yeah. Okay. I'm the happy, lighthearted one. You've brought me down. I have to get on your level somewhat. I can't be too excited. And then you kind of clash with your miserableness. I have to make you look a little better. What? That didn't even make any sense. I have to come down a little. I can't be so happy all the time because people think you're the miserable one. You are miserable. I come down a little so that we're on more of the same level. Uh, Yeah. Maybe you just don't, maybe you just don't like me, which, you know, it's Christmas and you just broke my heart. (laughs) Um, No, we are pre-recording. Obviously, we uh, yeah, we're about a week before Christmas. So. so if anything big has happened since the last podcast, we apologize. I'm sure we covered it on Twitter. This is going to be a fun, lighthearted episode. This is a Christmas episode. This is going to be our Simpsons roasting on an open fire episode. Chris hates the Simpsons. I do. You're why? <laughs> why? The Simpsons like Bart Homer. Yeah. Hey, Homer. Want a beer? <laughs> nah, I never got into them. That was more your generation. I the first ten seasons or so, but now they're what on like season eighty nine. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So if anything major happens, like if uh, Santa Cashman lands Manny Machado under the tree, uh, we'll get to that at another yeah. time. But this is just a fun, lighthearted uh, Christmas episode, which we will. Uh, I, I would say one of our biggest gifts is to keep it Christmas uh, oriented for NYY Sports Talk was on our first podcast is when we got Vic DiBetetto to do an interview. So, uh, and since we've grown leaps and bounds since then, and we don't know how many of our new followers and new listeners have heard the interview, we're going to replay the Vic DiBetetto interview in this episode. So we, you know, it's one of our. Mo- Moments we're most proud of, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, and we want to we want to uh, play it again. You know, you know, a little, to, you know, to keep things easy for you everybody. Got the ball rolling for us, and it was our debut episode. It's titled the debut, um, and I didn't even tell Christian this, but as long as you guys contribute to this, we will have a show next week as well. I'm gonna put up a phone number on Twitter. Um. And for the next week or so, you guys can call in and you can leave us a voicemail wrapping up, you know, whatever you have to I say actually, on, I, on the last I, year. I'm going to say this and in, in the spirit of Christmas, I love this idea. Our New Year's episode because we kind of got stuck here that we release on Mondays that the two consecutive Mondays are Christmas and New Year's. So as we're doing a little fun Christmas episode today, and I like that. I think that's a great idea. That if I just we, think it'd be nice to hear from our fans. Our New our Year's followers. episode should be us taking voicemails and answering questions from our fans. I think that's a great idea. Are we gonna? We're gonna actually answer the questions. So that means we have to record. As opposed to what? I was just gonna have them call in, give their their two cents on. You know, wrapping up the year with all the Yankee stuff and how they feel going into twenty. All right, so you know what? We'll we'll play it by ear. But if you want to ask, how about this? We're 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 shooting live right here. We're gonna come up with next week's show while we're doing this one, right? <laughs> if you want to, if you want to ask us a, a question, leave it on the voicemail, and if we decide we're gonna go that route, we'll answer them. If you want to. 
uh, just state how great 2017 was or what you're looking forward to in 2018, leave that and we'll we'll play it. So whatever you fans want to do, you just want to leave a comment on there for us to play or you want to ask us a question, leave it there and we'll take it from there. I'm going to put it on Twitter, but not all of our listeners are followers of us on Twitter. So I'm going to give you the number now, write it down, call us up and leave us a voicemail. 973-826-2205. Call us up. Wrap up your 2017 in a Yankee sense. Don't tell me that uh you got a divorce and <laughs> you're bankrupt now and stuff like that. Well, tell us that. Why not? <laughs> you know, we we can have not that not that that would be fun for anybody, but you know, I did I did get an A minus in uh, psychology 101, so you know I might be able to help you out. I got an A plus, so you didn't even go to college. Yes, I did. Oh, that's I played right. Baseball. In yeah, college. I forgot. He likes to, another thing he likes to throw in my face. <laughs> oh, I went to Centenary and I I pitched uh, one inning of Triple A. Yeah, baseball. okay. I was on the all rookie team, D two, D three. Maybe if you were a good friend, you'd know that about me. I didn't care about you back then. Phone number again, 973-826-2205. I barely care about you now. 973-826-2205. Give us a call. Leave us your thoughts, and we will play it on the next podcast as long as it doesn't have anything crazy in the voicemail. You know, last week's episode, we were talking about Mike Francesa, and um, one of the parody accounts on Twitter posted an audio clip of when a guy uh, confessed to killing his dad live on the air with Mike. So uh, please note that if you confess to a murder, we will call the police. <laughs> yes. Um, there's there's several things that we will let you get away with. Confessing to a murder is not one of them. So please don't do that unless you want to get caught. Because then the cops will be at your house. Because <laughs> Chris likes to call the cops. Yes. Um, let's get, before we get into the Vic interview, um, you know, it's Christmas. Um, let's bring out a little bit more personal side of NYYST. Um, as a kid, you miserable bum, <laughs> I'm sure there was one gift that you can remember getting from Santa Claus. PlayStation. That was your favorite Christmas gift of all uh, time. It, it. I don't even remember Christmas when I was a kid, like the details. But I just remember, and this is a funny story. It's going to make my parents sound awful. I opened up the PlayStation. It was like the best day of my life. And I guess my dad at the time was just like grabbing whatever was hot off the shelf. Now, mind you, I'm like, I don't know, 10, 11. Grabbing whatever's hot off the shelf. As far as the game is concerned, and one of those games was Grand Theft Auto. Okay. <laughs> and he had no idea. I He probably didn't even read that there was a rating on it. Yeah, he just like, he probably didn't even read the title. He probably was just grabbing like hot release, new releases, boom. Hey, what's it. the best game kids are playing? But listen, right now? everyone thinks Grand Theft Auto now, and they think of this whole like incredible graphic, you know, game. But. When I first started playing Grand Theft Auto, it was literally like a blimp image. Like you were playing from a blimp, looking down. You're talking about the original PlayStation? Yeah. I don't even remember playing Grand Theft Auto on the original PlayStation. Yeah. So, that was was a great time. I started learning how to kill people when I was (laughs) 10. 
10 years old. Are you confessing to murder live on the podcast? <laughs> you just said you can't do that. So, yeah, that would be my significant Christmas memory. I have two. One good one and one bad one. I don't even know, man. I might have been five or six years old and my parents, or Santa, excuse me, sorry, uh, got me the original Nintendo. Wow, you're old. Okay, we've established that. You don't have to be a jerk about it. Um, the one that came with the Super Mario Duck Hunt in yeah. one cartridge. Oh, that was the best. And we, I couldn't get a chance to play it all day because we had to go out for something. I don't remember where the hell we were. I was like five. All I could think about it. All I remember was being pissed that I couldn't play Nintendo all day, right? And I think one of my aunts had gotten me like WWF WrestleMania. And like I was... A, Still am, but especially as a kid, I was a, a huge, 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 huge wrestling fan. I just wanted to go home and play video games. Like it was like the first time I ever had video games. And finally, it might have been like nine, nine thirty at night. And I'm, mind you, I'm like six, five, six, seven years old, and like time to go to bed. My dad was like, "All right, I'll put it together for you. You could play, you know, whatever." Finally, I got the thing hooked up. Right, I pressed the friggin' button, play a little. Puff of black smoke came out the back. It burnt out. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to play it. Now, could you imagine? Is this your worst Christmas memory or your best? Or just your most significant? This is one. Of, this is the two that I remember the most. I'm going to give you. I said one good and one bad. Oh, okay. I wasn't listening to you. Sorry. <laughs> and I, I don't even know if I was crying or not, but I'm sure that I was because like, hey, come on. I'm you cry now if that happened to you. So I'm sure you cried when you were a little kid. And I just remember being so upset in that my dad brought the Nintendo back in a brown paper bag to Toys R Us <laughs> the next day. <laughs> like that. Like I should have known that Santa. Can I say it? Santa's not. You know, Santa's not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. I think our listeners know if you're old enough to have a phone and download a podcast. You know, one of her that... fo- one of her followers was in the Little League World Series this year. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so sorry, kid. <laughs> it should have been a tipping point for me to know that Santa wasn't real when your dad brings back your Nintendo in a brown paper bag. Like, he didn't call the Santa hotline and say, hey, jerk, come take this crap back. He went up to the guy at Toys R Us, and I remember this. He was, he said, here, I want to return this. And the guy's like, where's the box? Where's this receipt? He's like, and I just remember my dad, it was one of the coolest things he ever did. He said, on Christmas, you mean to tell me you want a receipt? And on Christmas, my kid waited all day to play this Nintendo, and you sold me one that broke before he even got a chance to play it. You're not getting a receipt. I just remember, like he was just like screaming at him, and I was like, "Wow, my dad's really cool." <laughs> and then I just remember that I got a Nintendo, like, and then that was it. And then finally, like, I finally had a Nintendo, and that was awesome. Just, so was that the good and the bad? Story? No. Or was that the bad story? Or was what, a, that... what a better ending. And then I just cheated. I cheated like hell at Duck Hunt. Like you were supposed to stand like 10 feet away from the TV. And I, I had my I gun. I had my gun on the TV. Just like <laughs> I wanted to kill the dog too. And they were, I got pissed that they wouldn't let me kill the dog. <laughs> That's awful. I love dogs though. I had I dogs growing he's up. Like, he's dying to get a I dog. I cannot wait until the renovation is finished. And the first thing they do is I'm going to get, I'm getting a dog. 
I don't care. Lindsay, if so you're listening. Good, so was that all one story? No, it wasn't. The other one, the, and believe it or not, and as I'm saying this, I, I'm staring. I got a Funko released a set of Home Alone Pops this year. I was so excited for them because Home Alone is by far my favorite Christmas movie. Hmm. Here we go. No, I'm okay with Home Alone. And I, when it got released on HBO, I watched it every day so maybe two or three times a day and i remember being and i used to check the back of the tv guide to see when it was playing and i would make sure that i i would stay up and why i'm i'm telling you man that when that hit hbo i must have seen it like 50 times and i remember looking back in the back of the tv guide and it wasn't there anymore they took it out of rotation and i was so mad i was i was like really upset over that but anyway so just and then the following year they released a home alone board game and my parents called us down. Our room was, you know, me and my sister, when we were growing up, we shared a room upstairs and said, oh, Santa came, came downstairs. And I ran right to the tree and I picked this thing up, look, and I ripped it open. And it was the Home Alone board game. I was so excited, except for that my mother yelled at me because I opened up the gifts before everybody was ready. I, I just was, I was like, I got the game, I got the game. And she's like, you weren't supposed to open that yet. I just, those are two very vivid Christmas gift memories that I have. As long as you didn't say a Christmas story was your favorite Christmas movie, I was okay. With. Why do you hate that movie? That's the worst movie I've ever watched. You hate it because it's, because you think that, or I think I, it's top five worst movies I've ever I watched. I think you're the top five dumbest people I've ever met in my That's life for making that statement. That's fine. Worst movie ever. Why? Of, because if, it's so if bad. that movie didn't run 24 hours a day on Christmas Eve, would oh, you hate so it as bad. much? Yes. You still no. You hate it because you think no, you're supposed to it's like so it. So bad. Yeah, it, yeah. Christmas Vacation is my favorite Christmas movie. That's top three. It's it's definitely my number one. Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, and then I don't know. I I love a Christmas story. I, and to think about, I didn't see it until my senior year in high school. When did you have missed? No one's no one's gonna know what the hell we're talking about. But I'm gonna say, <laughs> did you have Mr. Ward for English? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yes, I had him. Now, just to give a little backstory, Mr. Ward was a guy, you know how, like, to get out of class, you had to have, like, a little note or something? Yeah. It was yellow at our high school. I used to have him last period of the day, I used to hold up a blank post-it, <laughs> and he would just look at me and go, yeah, leave. And I would just leave and go home, and that was it. That's what kind of teacher he I was. I had him my period after lunch. With a couple of other kids, and he would point us out, and he would go, "You, you, you, and you." I'll see you in forty. What was it? Thirty-eight minutes, forty minutes that we had class. Yeah, something like I'll that. I'll see you in thirty-eight minutes because we all took naps right after lunch. Yeah. He didn't care. No. He didn't even care. And we had major projects due, like in September, that kids didn't even hand in a week before graduation, and he would be like. Uh, yeah, Jeff, if you want to graduate, maybe it's time that you handed in your first marking period report. I'm like, wow, this, this guy's, and I've been doing my work all year. <laughs> I was just saying, a Christmas story, Mr. Ward showed that in class the week before Christmas. That's what we watched. It was the first time I ever saw it. And I, I don't know. I just fell in love with that movie. I think it's, honestly, I think it's great. I just okay. think it's a great movie. All right. So it's Home Alone. A Christmas story, a Christmas vacation, and 
I gotta say, I like I like the Santa Claus. I like that movie All with right. Tim Allen. I like All that. Right, that's fine. So let's get to Vic. Um, Chris has had enough of the Chris. Yeah. All right, before we get to Vic, let's. This is a Yankees podcast. If anybody's still listening, um, biggest gift the Yankees gave you in 2017. Ooh. You know, you. You easily want to say Stan, but I want to take people back for a second. When Aaron Judge made his debut in 2016, his first at bat, he hit a home run. He hit a monster home run. Back to back with Tyler Austin. And it was like a weight was lifted. Can I just, before, you know, you bring, no, because you bring things up in a trick. All this conjecture and things that we talk about is about this guy here and this guy there. And maybe trading this guy. We never talk about Tyler Austin. Yeah, I know. That's, we'll save that. That's good. Um, so you were excited. And then Judge goes on in 84 at-bats or whatever it was, striking out 42 times. And you had some concern. And not many people really go back and remember this, but... There was a time when Brian Cashman came out and made the announcement that Aaron Judge will be our starting right fielder going into 2017. And I remember, at least in my mind, and I think I can speak for a majority of Yankee fans, you said to yourself, all right, I'm happy because at least that means that they're going to stick with this kid and, you know, we're going to stay young. And we're going to hope that he comes around and he's a great baseball player. Can you imagine within one year, Brian Cashman having to announce that Judge is going to be the starting right fielder to now saying nobody should ever be in right field except for Aaron Judge? That's what kind of a mark he made on this team within one full season. And not many people remember that he was just regular old Aaron Judge going into the 2017 season. And now he is a superstar. He's a superstar. He really is. To, yeah. I mean, you look at him. It, I promise you Brian Cashman is not going to have to come back out and tell us this year who our starting right fielder is. And we just got a right fielder who won NL MVP last year. But guess what? Brian Cashman isn't going to have to announce who our right fielder is anymore. And that's the best gift the Yankees have given me. Yeah, I would have to uh, tend to agree with you that the best gift we got out of the 2017 season, even though we had an incredible playoff run, an unexpected playoff run, but just the fact that we... Isn't it so much better when you have your your next franchise player when you have your guy that you know is going to be the center stone of your team for the next five, 10, 15 years. Right. And we have that. Right. And I, and that's why I take people back because sometimes you forget that Aaron judge was so much of a question mark going into this year that Brian Cashman had to announce that they were going to go that route. It wasn't just a given. And now it is. It's more than a given. He's our guy. He's the leader of this team. Aaron Judge. Uh, yeah. 
I'm I'm most uh yeah I think I think we can both be in agreement with that. Honestly, um now the best gift the Yankees can give you that they haven't uh given you yet. Like what if you could get one personnel move done? One personnel move. If Brian if Santa Cashman came down and said he, he would talk very monotone like ho <laughs> ho 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 Chris um <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, give you one Christmas wish here. I can make one personnel move for you. What would you like it to be? Personnel, so it doesn't have to be a player. It can be anything. Well, what do you want them to do? Dig up Miller Huggins? <sighs> let's see. No, let's just on-field personnel. A player, a trade, a free agent signing, anything that you want. What would your one gift be? Ellsbury and his contract. Why do you got to steal my ideas? <laughs> That's the exact Come thing on, I was going to say. Can, you can line up a hundred Yankee fans; they'd all probably tell you the same thing. If you, if Brian Cashman can make one more move, <laughs> okay, here it is: Jacoby Ellsbury for Manny Machado, straight up. How's that? Now you're on acid too, on top of everything else. <laughs> I'm not even asking for that. I just want Ellsbury. It's Christmas, and I'm being a, a jerk to Jacoby Ellsbury, but just I really hope that we're speaking. In past tense now, like I hope from the time we record this to the, in the week that it till it airs that he's gone. Yeah, Maybe. and then people would be like, "Look at these idiots! They should have waited." <laughs> and you know what? If it happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw. Whoa. What the hell did you do? <laughs> so I'm sure something that I wanted just fell in the garbage. Probably, actually, no. I think you were you were about to throw this away last week. Anyway, there's still crap in there. Anyway. Uh. I apologize. No, he doesn't. He doesn't care. I apologize to the listeners, not to you. Do you need a towel now your hand was in the garbage? No. <laughs> you're such a dirt monger. All right, can we get to Vic? I really hope that your wife buys you shampoo, uh, soap, and a dish rag for Christmas. <laughs> I really hope that that's what you got for Christmas Thank this you. year. Anyway, yeah, so... Okay, anyway, all right, whatever. It's Christmas. Let's just get into Vic. Uh, if the sound quality... Chris is going to do everything in his power to try to remaster this. We've come... We really have come a long way. Now, this was episode one, and this is episode 22 you're listening to now. We've come a long way in tinkering and upgrading our equipment. And so the sound quality, and especially during the interviews, is a lot better. But it was... It wasn't so great during the Vic interview, but we, you know, I'll get it going. I'll get it good. But like we said, we, you know, since we've grown so much in, has we really been doing this for twenty one weeks now? I think we had one week where we had two episodes. Still, that's that's a. I think we had to come on early because something had happened. Maybe Ben Heller, and then we had a couple episodes where like. We did one, and then the Yankees won the wild card game. Oh yeah, yeah, because we did. Yeah, yeah, we did a couple in one week. We did remember. The well, week? I'd say significantly, like twenty weeks. That's crazy. I get, it's hard to believe that we've done that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So now that we've grown so much, you know, and maybe some of you haven't heard the Vic interview, so uh, let's get into that right now. Our our interview with Vic DiBattetto from back in August. Enjoy. Vic, what's going on, pal? How are you? Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We are uh, we are honored to have you on the show as one of our first guests. 
to talk some Yankee baseball. So I'd have to ask my first question because I'd have to say I am one of the most lunatic fans watching the game. So when I when I watch your video, I pretty much live vicariously through you, I'd say. Um, when you're doing the Yankee locker rooms, are you is that you during the game where you're flipping out on the TV or do you bottle it up for... I bottle it up. I bottle it up because uh, then the wife starts with the comments and the dirty look. So I, I got to watch. The, I got a little TV I bring outside of my shed sometimes. Because, you know, a lot of times I, I throw stuff and a lot of things have been broken in the past. <laughs> well, listen, I got, I, I just had a, I just had a baby and the kid's asleep by seven o'clock every night. So oh, congratulations. yeah, thank you. He's up every. Th- 30 minutes I'd say with this team the kid is up every 30 minutes I'm waking I'm waking him up every 30 minutes oh, screaming at oh, the t- okay. I thought maybe he's a Yankee fan he wants to <laughs> <laughs> oh he's definitely a Yankee fan Vic thanks for coming on the show we really appreciate it pleasure to be here thanks for having me all right so you know we're big fans we uh we love the Yankee locker room I was just wondering where'd you get the inspiration to come up with those videos and start shooting the Yankee locker room oh I've been doing these videos a few years now, and it's just one of the characters I came up with, and I, you know, because I basically, what I'm saying, I'm pretending to be the manager, but what I'm saying is what most Yankee fans think, that that are afraid to say. You know, it's scary how, because Chris is right, you and him could probably be brothers, because he is, he is <laughs> out of control sometimes, because we uh, text throughout the entire game, and he... Sometimes I have to put my phone on mute because some of the things he comes up with, it makes you want to throw your phone against the wall. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, there's a, there's, you know, look, Yankee fans are spoiled. This is also a satire, a spoof. It's a sketch. I'm a comedian. It's a joke. One thing I've done, you, you can't talk politics, religion, and now it's getting to a point where even sports. I got some people that actually believe I'm in the Yankee locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid! This country has has subsided to. They're actually arguing with me. I got fans. Why, why don't you tell Torres that it's a joke? <laughs> well, listen. Speaking of uh, speaking of you talking to some of the players, we do have some big news for you. Uh, Bird is scheduled to start his rehab on Wednesday. How do you feel about that? I heard he's hitting in the cage, and I heard that the ball reflected off the cage and hit him in his beak, so he's, not, he's going to be out another 30 months. I don't get excited because this guy, he's the next to Shearer. I got a feeling. He's going to come back. He's going he's gonna to open up the freezer in the, in the clubhouse, and a frozen hamburger is going to fall on his other foot. It's insane. These guys pull muscles I never heard of. It, I, you know... I don't know. I'm old school, man. It's just, just get in there. When you, I don't, even I don't care if I have one leg. I was, I would be so pumped that I'm on the New York Yankees. You know? <laughs> I don't even know what he's rehabbing from, to be honest. He kind of reminds me of Carl Pavano when he was. There he was you go. Very, oh, what, what a, what a price package he was. Hey, Vic. Um... Christian back here. Uh, you know, so Bird's in that group with Judge and Sanchez as the next group of hopefully young, great Yankees. Uh, Chris and I grew up in the uh, in the mid-90s when, you know, Jeter and Bernie and those guys were coming up. So those, that that's the guys we grew up with. Who were the guys that you rooted for when you were you were a kid? And oh, you're, you're, oh you're, you're, I, I go back. 
Wow, you don't even know. Uh, Horace Clark, Jerry Kenny, Fritz Peterson, Mike Keckage. That's like the late 60s when I was a kid. But the 77 and 78 Yankees, Jackson and Munson and Guidry, that was my time, the 70s. And then, of course, you had Tories Yankees, the Tory years, which was a big mistake for me. I moved, I moved to Florida. I lived in Florida between 1998 and 2000. You know, it was like watching the Yankees beat the Braves in Florida with all these <laughs> Southern fans. I'm the only New Yorker that's football. And it killed me that I wasn't back up in New York to be part of that. But I love these young kids, man. I, You know, everybody's getting on judges' case. Guy's entitled to a slump. Give me a break. You know, he's he's the, the, His whole story, he's humble. He's refreshing. The guy was adopted. The whole story is just amazing. You know, he's like another cheetah. Give him a chance. Jesus. I mean, Sanchez, too. You know, those two months when he went on that, on that, that, that streak, look. You know, that that was a fluke. But he's coming into his own, and I think we got a good shot. I think next year is our year, to be honest with you. I think Judge has definitely showed too much talent to just say that that's just going to exactly. disappear and that, and that you know, it, it was just a fluke. Uh, I really think he's, he's going to be something special. But one of the things I think – I started watching your videos, the Yankee Locker Room videos, a couple years ago uh, – my number one thing I think I always ask myself is, do the Yankees get done and do they sit and watch any of your videos and hear what you have to say about them? Have any, you don't have to mention any names, have any Yankees, have you have any confirmation that they have watched, seen, heard any of your Yankee locker room videos? No, but I wouldn't be surprised. But Michael K private tweeted me and nice. he says, he says, dude, your vignettes make me pee in my pants. <laughs> and I'm like, I told my manager, why don't you email him? Say, get me on center stage or put me in the poop for one inning. Vic, and he's thing. a fan of mine. He, you know what it is? You know what it is? I, I kind of shoot myself in my own foot. I'm not, see, I tell it the way it is. You see what Jim Brewer, what he does with the Mets, how everything is good and positive. Yeah. But I lay it on the line. I'm honest. And I don't picture the Elsner Network having I also made a big mistake. I did a, I post, I put out a tweet, and I called Meredith uh, Marakovic. I said, Meredith, I got the tits, and they didn't like that. But you know, I said what every every big shot in the Yes Network is probably thinks when they look at her. So I deleted it. I apologized to Michael K. Who knows? I don't, I don't care anymore. You know, I'm going to do what I do. Do you like me? You like me? You don't. I'm honest, and people are afraid of that sometimes. It's unfortunately the uh, world we live in that they rather you uh, sugarcoat things than tell uh, the truth. But we want we want the truth on this, Vic. Chris and I have been arguing about this for almost a whole week now. We know from watching your videos that you're a big proponent of uh, situational hitting, sacrifice bunting. Uh, this may have come up more than once in the last week, but I remember it. From a game in Toronto, we need you to settle a bet for us. Um, Yankees had first and second with nobody out. Gardner was up. Chris is screaming at me to for them to bunt there. Down three nothing. Would you bunt? in the fifth? In the in fifth, fifth got to be fair. Give you all the information. And they're slumping. They're and not scoring any runs. So would you bunt there and try to play for one run in that instance? Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. 
small and, ball. It, there's no more small ball anymore. Nobody knows. How about when BB bunted with two outs? What the hell was he thinking that night? I, I don't. Uh, you, you get, already you're getting the blood pressure, and it, it's too early in the day for this. You know what it is? Girardi, that guy, I'm look, he seems like a nice guy, but he does not know how to manage. He's a politically correct manager. Put the put the binder book down. Stop with the stats. If the guy's doing good, leave him in till his arm falls off. Look what happens when he brings in Chapman and Patances. Why why do you gotta fix what's not broke? I don't get this. I remember one year when I was Bob Gibson once pitched both games of a doubleheader. Yeah. It's just uh, I don't know. Well listen, before before we uh we both start going crazy and I break the phone and I lose and I lose you here, uh Christian and I, on behalf of MYY Sports Talk, uh, purchased our tickets for one of your shows coming up in uh, Hasbrook Heights at the Bananas Comedy Club on October 14th. Uh, you have any other shows uh, in the area for our listeners to maybe pick up some tickets yeah. on? Absolutely. I'm going to be at the Millstone Theater in Millstone, New Jersey. It's right next to Freehold, uh, September 23rd. Then I'm going to be at the Borgata in Atlantic City, October 20th. And uh, I'm doing this thing called MyBookie.com. I'm going to be like the uh, the spokesman of that. Where you could, you know, you could book now. You could uh, bet legally online. I'm going to be the spokesman. Other than that, you know, I'm selling out clubs and theaters all over. You know, I'm, I'm starting to branch out now. I'm trying to get out of the tri-state area and uh, just building my brand. You know, just. Just riding the wave, you know? Well, I could tell you this. Uh, I posted on my personal Facebook that I was going to be talking with you today, Christian and myself, and I can't tell you how many people private messaged me that they got tickets to your show. Wow, nice. To see you, and uh, I mean, this all started, you know, you were a guy who who was the silver lining of every Yankee loss, and uh, I think you're gaining popularity throughout... Uh, everyone knows your name, at least at least around me. You know, everyone knows who you are, and we're happy for you. Thank you. They they know it. They just don't know how to say it. They do. Let me tell you something. <laughs> me and Christian were just talking about this. Vic DiBatenedetto. I I can't. I I don't think one person has said your last name right that I've talked no, to. Uh, but you know, know what? Who cares? You get you. I do a whole bit about that. There's another vignette I did about the spelling of my name. And you know what it is? It's amazing you said that because people say when the Yankee, they look more forward to my my Yankee locker rooms in the game sometimes. How great is how great is that? Oh, you can't beat it, man. Well, I just want to say thank you uh, for coming on, and uh, I'm sure Christian wants to give you a little farewell here. Vic, uh-huh. well, once again, man, we really appreciate you coming on. But last thing we want to ask you before we we let yeah. you go today, it's all said and done. The 2017 season's in the books. Where where the New York Yankees finish this year? Oh, wow, that's tough. They're going to make the wild card, but that's it. They're not going to – you, you know, know what? I don't want to get excited because after this, we got to face the Indians or the Astros and then the Dodgers. Let's just shoot the horse now. You know what it is with this team? They're bipolar. They they get you all excited. You, you all, like tonight, last night, oh, we beat the Mets. Now we're all pumped up. And according to the way they've been playing, according to the format, they're going to get shut out tonight. It, 
they've got to be consistent. Show me. I want to go with the Fenway next week, at least three games behind the Red Sox. We gotta, we gotta just more consistent. If it's not that the pitching is good, the hitting sucks. If the hitting is good, the pitching sucks. They, they, they drive me nuts. It's like an emotional roller coaster with this team. Yeah, our wives don't like it when the Yankees lose because we're usually not nice guys that night. I'm miserable. When... <laughs> oh, when the Yankees lose, my wife can't even look at me the next morning. I, I, I turn off, when they're losing, I turn off the game. I, I don't listen when they lose. I, I check Siri. Siri, what's the score of the game? I, I can't watch it. I, I, I get, I, ah, oh, man. All right, Vic, we're going to let you go. We really appreciate you being on. Thanks a lot. And, uh, we look forward to seeing you in, uh, at the Bananas Comedy Club uh, on October 14th. Yeah, make sure you guys come up to me. Make sure you meet me at the meeting. All right, thanks, we Vic. Will. We appreciate it. Thanks, thanks for Vic. coming on and spending a few minutes with us. You got it, guys. Let's go, Yanks. Vic DiBetetto. Again, we are going to the show October 14th. I think we're going to the 945 show. That would be uh, correct. At the Bananas Comedy Club in Hasbrook Heights. Uh, if you haven't checked out his videos again, go on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, he's all over the place. And if you're a Yankee fan, the Yankee locker room videos are a must watch. 100%. Yeah, especially now that Bird's coming back and he's going to be hitting it in the cage. So. Oh, it's going to be good. All right, so we hope you enjoyed the re airing of the uh, Vic DiBetetto interview. Um, so quickly, let's just uh, go home here. Uh, Thank you for listening on a holiday. On a holiday. You know, they could be listening on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm just saying. Honestly, and I'm going to say this from the bottom of my heart, and, uh, and Chris can chime in when he wants to, this year has been so overwhelming with the growth of NYY Sports Talk. Like, honestly, I don't even know where to begin with the fan support and just it's been amazing like when we talk about this stuff i hope it doesn't come off that like we think we're big shots or anything like that we're just truly trying to express our our gratitude and you know we say this all the time our first podcast we had 100 followers and if we today had 300 followers i would still be happy with the growth of 200 followers in that in that amount of time because but now that we're we didn't have any expectations like this going into it. This was something where our passion just had no outlet. And when you're passionate about something and you put something together based around that passion and you do it the right way, it I guess it takes off more than you ever expected it to. And we're only talking five months in now. So hopefully we're doing this for a long time and we just continue to grow and continue to see support from you guys. And this is the last time I'll ever say this, but uh, Chris is not my brother, but I love him like a brother. I wouldn't want to do this with anybody else in the world. I think we have a great rapport together, and I think that the listeners see that. I think they they like in the energy that we bring to the show. Not only are we knowledgeable, but you know, we're. I think this is a fun show. Anybody can come out here and talk about the Yankees for an hour, but I think that. The fact that we have that type of relationship that you're, that we have, it, it comes out in the show. And I think the, I think the fans see that. I, I listen to our podcast all the time and it's not, I hate, listen, when we first started doing this, the only reason why I was against it is because I hate listening to myself. Like it, you, you almost cringe when you listen to yourself talk about things. And 
I started listening. I'm a true fan of our podcast. I, I enjoy listening. I hate when it's over. And I hope most people feel that way. I I think we do a good job. I think, you know, we we definitely uh we definitely banter here and there on and off this podcast, but I think we do have a good energy doing this. So And I think we've gotten exponentially better since week one. I think oh that we we go learned back how, and listen. I think we we've learned how to play off of each other better. I think we've learned uh, to be more comfortable talking into the microphones and expressing ourselves. I just think that the show has gotten better and we hope it continues to get better. And, uh, you know, we're expecting big things in 2018 because not only because we feel confident in our abilities, but, you know, we want the Yankees are going to be the favorites in the American League this year. I don't think that I'm talking out of turn no, by saying definitely. that. And we want to be the guys you come to when you want to hear the takes on the Yankees when you want to hear, you know, cause we're going to record once a week unless something major happens. Maybe we'll come on twice a week, but Monday morning when NYY sports talk comes out, we want you to be like, Oh, if it's not out at nine o'clock, we want you jonesing like a crackhead. Like <laughs> why is NYY sports talk not out yet? We want, you know, we're not as much as this is fun for us. And this is a creative outlet for us. We are really passionate about being the best we can possibly be. Absolutely. So again, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for the support. Thank you. Just honestly. And you know, I'm not going to be this nice again. I'm doing it because it's Christmas. <laughs> um, but please go to Twitter at NYY Sports Talk if you're not following us already. Even if you want to go on there and rip me for some of the things that I tweet and say that I'm stupid or Chris is ugly, it doesn't matter. As long as you are there, sometimes. Bad press is just as any, any even bad press any is good exposure press. Exposure is yes. good exposure, <laughs> except for when you expose yourself outside. <laughs> I'm at Chris Junior underscore M I Y S T. Christian is at Christian underscore M I Y S T. And of course, again, we're at N Y Y Sports Talk. F- uh, give us a give us some support on the website N Y Y Sports Talk dot com slash shop. Swag up. That's my new thing Please. that I'm going to say. No. Uh, and you can listen there, myysportsuck.com slash podcast. Uh, subscribe. You'll see a big, nice subscribe button there. Uh, you can subscribe wherever we're available through that platform. So please do it. Ho, ho, ho. Once again, Merry Christmas to everybody. And if you're not a uh, person who celebrates Christmas, we hope you enjoyed your Monday off. It's sometimes that's just important as being with family. Absolutely. Just- being away from work. Uh, you know, we hope that you've been entertained by us and, uh, you know, bigger and better into, well, you know, we still got a show to do before. Yeah. Uh, technically, the next time you hear us, it'll be 2018. Yeah, it will. So, so this will be the last, happy new year, last show of 2017. Crazy, right? Crazy. This, this year has flown by. I just don't even know where the time went. Enjoy your new year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah. Although that's passed by now. Kwanzaa, whatever you, whatever you Have celebrate. A joyous hey. Kwanzaa, Festivus to the rest of us. <laughs> but thank you again, and um, goodbye from Santa. Ho ho ho! Chris, say goodbye. Peace.